Hey, you're listening to the Church League Podcast. We get into fantasy football, college football, uh, the U.S. Open uh, for tennis and how, it, how great it was for Coco Golf to win her first slam. Uh, really excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about food and we're going to do some blind rankings. It's going to be a good one. Let's get started. It's the Church League Podcast. I'm Roman, joined by James and Corey. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Doing great. Um, We're here with uh, about 100 and something fans of homeschool students. Yeah, fans. Yeah, fans. We'll say fans. We get them Absolutely. all to subscribe. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. That would be real good. <laughs> uh, we've been working on... We get, we're getting some people, I think, subscribe, um, which we'll talk about some of those guys that we play basketball with. You just with have to force the issue. Give me your phone real quick so I can subscribe on your phone. Yeah. yeah it's um, We call in all those favors. Well, specifically on Tuesdays, we have a homeschool group here at the church that yeah. meets. So if you hear any background noise, those are our fans. It's a live audience today. Uh, absolutely. It's... 100% a live audience. <laughs> um, all right, so we got thing. There's been a bunch of stuff happen this week. It was the first week of the NFL, which was a lot of fun. Um, the FIBA World Basketball Classic? What yeah, do they sure. call that? That sounds good. They And it's the ba- World Baseball Classics. I think I just yes. mixed those yeah. two, whatever. Uh, there, there, was a, there was a champion there. Um, and I'm Google searching who that is. It was I Germany. Lost it. Okay, because I lost yes. interest. No, it was Germany. <laughs> when we lost. <laughs> no, Germany won. Um, we actually didn't even get third um, because of Dylan Brooks. Uh, we'll talk about that here. Oh, a Canada! Bit. We lost to Canada. We lost to O Canada. Did oh, you say that on purpose? Yeah, yeah that was oh, good. Canada. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> but I knew we played Canada, but I did not watch it after. I don't feel like our guys care enough about FIBA to no make me want to watch not. it. They definitely don't. However, I will say um, the U.S. Open went down for tennis. Um, great, great matchup on the women's side. The men's side was kind sure. of to be expected. Uh, Djokovic won his twenty-four slam. Not taking anything away from Djokovic. If you go by just slams, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, um, I he tied Margaret Court, the yes. female who had the most slams. So Absolutely. now he's greatest of all time as far as numbers of slams for sure, men or women. Uh, he's also won every single Masters one thousand tournament twice, which is a crazy yeah. like that's that's a wild. What is that Masters one so, thousand? Yeah, so it's uh, yeah. So it's the way that it goes is if you don't if you're not if you don't know like tennis whatever. So it's slams um, would be like the upper echelon of like the biggest tournament, and then. Masters 1000 would be the next largest. Then it goes to Masters 500, yeah. Masters 250. Coco Golf referenced yeah. some of that because when she won, she said, when I won my first 500 event, people yes. said that's all she's going to do. When she won her first 1000 event, people mm-hmm. were like, that's where she's going to cap out. She said, here I am. And she actually thanked those people. She did. She didn't say, I thank my haters. She said it in a much more eloquent, eloquent way. But she said, I want to thank all the people who didn't believe in me because you lit a fire in me. You're gasoline on yes. my fire. And so she, Coco Golf won the first American teenager to win since 19 years old. Yep. 19 years old. Um, there was some uh, people were saying she was the first teenager to win since Serena Williams. That's not true. Two years ago, Emma Raducanu, who was a qualifier, yep. won the U.S. Open. She was 18. Um, however, she was an American, so we're not going to root for her as much as we do Coco Goff. Sure. Um, there were, and also, I, I want to add to that. So, like Sabalenka, who she played, who Coco Goff played, um, made a statement towards the end. Like they cheered for her when she they presented her her second place trophy and she was like I wish you guys would have rooted for me during the match like you did just then and I'm like that's never gonna happen you're yeah. Russian like it's, that's it's, you yeah you're actually nothing because they don't put your I know stuff but up in America screen. yeah for the last fifty years it's very hard to cheer for like Medvedev got right. some cheers because he was asking for it and he is 
It's interesting in the Alcaraz match. Everyone right. was cheering for Alcaraz, Absolutely. and Medvedev's like, "Hey, what about me? My yeah. chopped liver here." And people started cheer for him because he's kind of goofy with it. He yeah. is. Sabalenka looks angry all the time. She's she a does. tough one to cheer for. She kind of looks like Andy Roddick, by the way. And she you got guys a, that? You're lucky nobody. They'd, everybody just didn't turn around and like, I know, "Oh, man. here's her presentation." She got upset when she was playing Madison Keys, and her coaches were just laughing at her because yeah. she was ridiculous. Yes, and she was getting mopped by uh, Madison Keys. And I, and I switched over from the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey. I want to check. I wanted. I really want to see Madison Keys. I think she's put in her dues. I'd like sure. to see her get to a yeah. final and win a championship, right? And I thought, ooh, Keys golf would be awesome. All-American yep. final in the U.S. Open. Nope. Sabalenka said, oh, yeah, I'm better than you, and just started dominating. Coco Golf. it was very interesting to see her use the game to her advantage, mm-hmm. the lobs, the, the yeah. cut shots, the spin, all that stuff, where Sabalenka is just hit the ball down your throat. Yeah. Mother Russia. Right. And it didn't work. Well, I mean, Coco Goff's speed was, I mean, and her defensive skills were obviously put, I mean, put at the forefront during that game. I mean, she had so many points that, like, even though she lost, you know that that kind of put this little bit of doubt in Sabalenka's mind because it's like, those are putaways when I play basically everyone else. Right. And Coco Goff got two or three of those back. And, you know, you got to make her think that, okay, now I got I got to do a little bit more. Which then causes her to hit the ball out, hit the ball, hit the ball long. Yeah. It was an interesting, like even so, like championship, um, like uh, on on serve, right? Coco Goff was serving for the championship, and there were some moments when like Sabalenka hit some of those shots, like she had a drop shot that fell, I mean, like like a foot below the top of the net. And in, other than her just being tired, I think for her, that's her saying, "I know that this has to be so good." Because Coco Goff can get to the ball if it's not good enough, right. and I lose that point regardless. Yeah, and so it's it's nice to see that like that kind of hard work pays off. Right in the end, um, because well, her her she I mean she, I think it was, I mean she won that last point to love. Yeah, and so uh, that's stress free. Yeah, sure. Uh, which is a big deal winning your first slam to love on championship. Um, it was it was hard to watch Madison Keys kind of fall apart whenever Sabalenka started to take over because you could feel the momentum change, and Keys just couldn't do anything about it. Where golf managed that momentum so much better. Right. I want to know: Is there a player that the a U.S. audience at the U.S. Open cheers for in the final for Sabalenka more than whoever? Like Coco Golf, obviously she's right. nineteen. It's a story. It's U.S. I mean, come yeah. on. There's no one. They're cheering. They're cheering for her probably over Madison Keys. Right. Absolutely. Which, fair or not fair, I mean, th- that's, it's probably a much different energy. would have been great. But what player plays yeah. Sabalenka, and they're like, oh, I'm cheering for Sabalenka in this? Ostapanko. Right. The girl that beat Swiatek. And if you know anything about Ostapanko, is like she is the most argumentative, like, known for, known for like, really, like, questionable tactics. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Do you, okay, <laughs> the we, lighting just changed. Can we talk about what here? just happened in the space? Got, like, I think it must have been the sun or something <laughs> outside, but like, it really felt like the room. It got, got a lot real darker. intimate as real soon, quick. As soon as Set I started the mood talking here. about Ostapenko, the lighting got weird. Well, I think Medvedev um, at one point was the villain, and he has changed yes. that image because he was. And then, of course, they're curious and some other guys that no one wants to cheer for. Right. You either unless you're a lunatic. You either love Nick Kyrgios or you <laughs> right. you hate him with your with your entire Well the being. who's the young guy that was playing um Djokovic, the American Ben Shelton. Ben Shelton. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't remember his name. Yeah yeah. Got a ton of talent, hit the ball like nobody, right? He's playing and someone commented one of the commentators, he was making some sort of 
shots that he wasn't really finishing the shot, and he thought, oh, it's just going to be a winner. Yeah. And they said, that's kind of Nick Curio-esque, Curio-esque or whatever. Right. And, th- and then the other guy was like, oh, I wouldn't go there. Like It was almost like yeah, the worst yeah, thing yeah. you could say. Yep. And he repeated it again, and he, I, it's true. Like It was a, a bit of an arrogant, like, oh, I can get away with this. Mm-hmm. And not against Djokovic. That kid played. It was impressive. I, ben Shelton loved to throw his name out because right. um, I think he's up and coming. But, um, but tennis, it was exciting. I switched over from football to watch some tennis. Yeah. And even college football to watch Coco Golf. In mm-hmm. fact, I switched over and just stayed there. I had um, my kids had two of their friends over. Yeah. And so there's four young men from from middle school, high school watching it with me. And I made them watch tennis. And That's I cool. was loud cheering. Absolutely. Like, hey, pay attention, boys. This is great. Uh, the, um, the sport that probably got no cheers more recently was the FIBA basketball tournament. I, I mean, they... First off, very rare. I, I don't. I didn't see a whole lot of advertising for it. It wasn't like we were we were all out cheering for the Americans to win. If if actually, the stuff that I did here was like Brandon Ingram's trash in this format, <laughs> or like oh we're like we're a bunch of bums. Like this team is trash, and it's like okay, and that's and I just they are correct. I mean, on paper we should be. We should be much better than the other. Like sure, Germany's starters would not start for the team that we had. Correct, absolutely. Um, uh, question: The FIBA basketball format. Mm-hmm. Are you more interested in that, or are you more interested in the basketball tournament, or the three-on-three, or some of these like guys that are out of the league that are coming back oh, yeah. from colleges and yeah, I mean, playing like, for a million dollars. Like for me, there's a lot more passion from those guys. Yeah, because they're not yet has-beens, but they still want to prove something, and they want that money. Absolutely. Where FIBA's like, it's a little, it's we're kind of spoiled to watch mm. these mid-level pros go out and play for the pride of their country. When yeah, the Olympics I mean, is really where that matters. Yeah, I mean, there's there's this video of um, someone is this is after a game, and somebody is talking to um, uh, Jokic at the mm-hmm. end of a game, and it wasn't FIBA or whatever. It was like during an NBA game, and he was like, hey, the 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 um, reporter was like, "What do you like? How do you how do you feel in the like hostile crowd? Um, did that get to you at all?" And he was like, "I played in Serbia, <laughs> right?" And and then and then like the video then shows like a Serbian crowd at a basketball <laughs> game, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, there was a different. war right outside of like, that stadium." That is wild. wild. And so yeah. like for some of these like for like what we would consider like ruckus or like really wild these people are like nah you have no idea well it's interesting i was watching the highlights from luca their team losing yeah yeah yeah. um and he got ejected for a second technical for something pretty minor in the nba yeah 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 and um these officials are like nope i'm not taking that i'm like that's luca don't just like they're done without him absolutely and so it was pretty disappointing that the officials are sort of you know that strict on certain things where yeah. these main players that's what people are there for mm-hmm. but and maybe in the NBA they're a little spoiled to complain as much as they do so I think there's a balance in that but what I don't I know. think I noticed while watching FIBA was that in the NBA refs care about or are told to care about viewership right and so Luca may be able to complain a little bit more in the fourth quarter so that he can stay in the game so people continue to watch whereas FIBA they're like yeah, who cares? We, we care about yeah. the game. You suck. Yeah. You don't get to talk to me like that. And I, I appreciate that to an extent um, because I care about the game more than I care about viewership because I'm going to watch it. I'm watching it for the basketball, not necessarily to see, you know, Luka Doncic. 
Um, though though he is great basketball, I I would rather see a, a more I don't know I'd rather see the game played out correctly. So yeah. you watching more WNBA than FIBA? No, no, I said real basketball. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I said real well, basketball. I think they play they play a traditional game maybe a little better in the WNBA because they have to utilize the pass and certain things. I mean, not saying that they're better athletes. They I'm need not fundamentals because the athleticism isn't quite sure. there. Sure, I feel like we're. Okay, so this is like you hear that all the time about WNBA. Like, oh, the fundamentals, or they got they got to play a more traditional game. Is the traditional game just not good basketball? Like, what do we listen? I people can be mad at me all they want. If it, if you took out like Brianna Stewart, Sabrina Ionescu, and like maybe two or three other women from the WNBA, I would never like even know anything about them. I just assume since you bought the latest Sabrina Ionescu shoes, yes, they were that you're a fan. I'm a fan of her because she's good at stinking basketball. And her shoes look good. They're solid All shoes. Right. Yeah, I am I you know, nah. I am not gonna <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to pander or take back what I said. The WNBA needs to figure it out. They need to lower the rim. They need to do something to make yeah. the game more exciting. I will say they're figuring it out in a way. So allowing I'm not a fan of the super teams, but allowing sure. allowing good players to get with other good players seems to be um, created some viewership right. and created some more competitive basketball. So I think they're coming along, and there's a lot more momentum for it now than when it started. And yeah, I've honestly, there have been a decade or so where I forgot that it was still a thing. Yeah. So, um, and I, I appreciate the NBA, you know, WNBA sort of having um, advertising some together and stuff like that. But They, ha- they have yeah. to. because We're, we're kind of spoiled with yeah. the NBA. Uh, NBA is not my favorite form of basketball. I like college basketball better. Yeah, um, I do like um, players that are trying to prove themselves, and you get more players off the bench, and you get to see more more players like that. You know, maybe the international league. I, if I had yeah. more access to it, it's like it's like soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's we're not relevant in it, we don't care about it, and yeah. we only care about it once every four years when we get a a big medal. Yeah, you know, so it's the Olympics. Then we we work to make it make it matter. Well, and it's in the, it's in the off season as well. So, unless it's the Olympics, yeah. the guys they have other things they want to you, do. You're not going to get our best guys. I mean, even our best guys are now, oh, the Olympics is coming. Yeah. Talk to me yeah. now. Well, until now I did see a headline, I guess LeBron and a few of the guys want to kind of jump back in and kind of get that name back up there for FIBA. Well, yeah, I mean, I can see that happening. I mean, and I it, is that seems to be sometimes the American way is yeah. like we have to wait until we're down. Yeah. We got punched in the face, now we got to go fight mm-hmm. back. Next Which time. I kind of hate. Um, but it is a mentality that we're pretty darn good at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well, Kerr said, you know, the global brand is improved because of the NBA. And he's right. And so we're seeing a byproduct of that. And. No, it's, I mean, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's great for the sport. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that James and I are on a adult basketball league. We're in an adult basketball league. A By team. the way, we're professional amateurs. I would watch Absolutely. this adult basketball league more than I would FIBA. Um, same. What's your team name? Uh, who's your daddy? Um, pretty <laughs> who's awesome. your, like, Indiana? There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was... There was a lot of hype going into our first game, I would say. And... Um, our projections were pretty high. Yeah, it, it felt a lot like the NFL app projections. Um... <laughs> Not so great. I, I th- so what ended up happening is we signed up for the Division Two. There's like one, two, and three. We signed up for the Division Two league. We're middle of the road. Like I don't think that we're like the cream of the crop out there, but we're definitely not chumps. Um, we Those are all good team names, by the way. Yeah. Cream of the crop, definitely not chumps. Yeah. <laughs> think about those for next year. <laughs> um, definitely not chumps. 
But <laughs> I, I think that, like, I, I, we play pretty solid basketball. Well, and we're playing with a group of guys. I mean, what, what have we been playing for? Eight, nine months with yeah. the same kind of, you know, yeah. 11, 12 guys? Right. And it's, I mean, it's fun. We have a good time. Uh, and we get out there, you know, really, like, really, honestly, I would say pretty confident. Yeah. And then I don't think we were prepared for the team. And, and the reality is we shouldn't be playing this team. So they, they merged the league. They merged yeah, Division right. One so and Two. Describe yeah. the team that you play. So the team that we played, um, have you seen the movie Space Jam? Sure. And we we would be the Looney Tunes in this. <laughs> They're instance, the Monstars, and they would be the Monstars. Yeah. Um, the Jordan Space Jam. The, Jordan the one that Space mattered. Jam. Yeah. Yeah. The LeBron one was that kind of outrageous. They had opinion. custom uniforms. They did have custom. By the way, names on the back. That Ooh. goes into the the greatest of all time conversation between Jordan and LeBron. Is Space Jam? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Because um, LeBron would have created his own movie if he was worthy, but he jumped on the sequel of Jordan's. No, it's because people wanted it. <laughs> People wanted to see the real goat be in that movie. Um, so <laughs> that was not as good as the first. The one. Uh, so basically, <laughs> we get out there and um, actually we started um, up three zero. Hey boy, Mike hit a three. It was pretty solid. It actually started with like a, a a messed up tip off, but like whatever. Did you run the picket fence to get the three pointer? No, we did not. Okay, that's your um, problem. Did you, did everybody touch the ball at least once before you shot? Not. You have to watch the movie. No, by the time the ball tipped off, it was complete chaos, and everybody was running everywhere. We yeah. completely forgot how to play basketball. So it was like they have a guy ball, named like Shaq literally. on their team. Mm. <laughs> they did have a guy named Shaq on their team who was, I mean, he's he's bigger, faster, stronger. Like it was impressive to watch, and also you hated it at the same time. Nice. I mean, when you when you get a, a bunch of guys where we have, I think the tallest guy on our team is what, 6'5", six, 6'4"? Six, Still pretty tall. Yeah, Dale and Ross have some height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then maybe, I don't want to like shortchange it. Maybe they're 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure. really good at height or whatever. However, um, this guy was every bit of 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 yeah. um, but he also could like jump and like hit over the top of the square. Um, they had another guy who could, who also was like, what, maybe 6'1", who could windmill at ease. Was that pregame? No. No, that was in the game. That was in on a fa- game. fast break. In so game. In game windmill. In game windmill. Okay. Like Just to was, let you know. It, I mean, it was, it was wild <laughs> to be like, oh. Uh, to be fair, they were all probably just out of college. Yeah. They're all significantly younger than us. Um, it was. It was impressive to watch because they were good. They, you could tell they've been playing together for a while. Sure. It wasn't just like some some random kids thrown together. Like Ooh. they they played well together. Um, very humbling nice. moment. What it was, was their te- what was their team name? Uh, group, group home. home. Nice group home. Yeah, I didn't really ask about why it was group home. Didn't really want to have that story if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had they had like custom jerseys, name on the back. That's awesome. Uh, shorts and jersey matched. Um, and I was at one point. At the one of their guys at the free throw line, I was like, "Hey, those jerseys are sweet. How much you pay for those? It was like eighty dollars each." I'm like, "No, no, nope. So in your child place days, did you you played ball with some of the kids? I did. You never felt like the group home was going to take it to you? No shot. No shot. No shot. There I were a few, I'm, and I worked at the same sure. children's home, so yeah. there were there were a few kids every once in a while. were like, "This guy's got some game." Yeah. But to, oh, to put a team together of guys, and I'm not saying that's where this group home team came from. Right. Well, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if that's going to be your team name, what yeah. else do you want us to think about? The so group home kids in Richmond were always the ballers. Those were like the yeah. most athletic guys. I mean, I mean that. I, like I said, I don't, I don't know their story or whatever. Yeah. But it was a, I mean, and they also had like 10 or 11 guys. You like both. suited up. 
You yep. both are facing <laughs> a reality that I've faced for the last 10 years. What is that? Is at, at a certain age, no matter how hard you try, yeah. 20-something wins every time. Right. Like, before 20-something, you could, yeah. when you're 30 or 40, you can put it to an 18-year-old and say, hey, you can try your best, but I've got old man strength. I've got right. the knowledge of the game. 20-somethings, windmill dunk. I know it's only worth two and a three's worth three. Yeah. That energy's hard to overcome. <laughs> I, I do want to say that, I mean, we had never played on the court before. There were lines everywhere. Um, Dale, uh, one of the guys on our team, I don't know if he's not wearing his glasses or whatever, <laughs> but like <laughs> his rec specs. He, he had a few moments. Um, but we all did. That's Every, awesome. Everybody did at some point. At and one we, point, he stepped out of bounds so many times, the other team was like, hey, man. Like trying to give him pointers. Hey, your brother ran out of bounds. I think I'm gonna come and um, come to the game and cheer and please. like one of the longest yard cheerleaders or something yeah, and like really embarrass you guys. Hey, our game this Friday is at 10 p.m. That's who's your daddy? Please, That's the whole time. 10 p.m. Corey, 10 PM. we expect you. To, we expect you to get awesome. out there. 10 p.m. It's awesome. Um, we have to fly in some fans. Maybe we could bring the homeschool kids. Honestly, that'd be bring the new church bus. No desire to let that happen. <laughs> new church bus though. Um, all right, so. Uh, college football happened. Um, yeah, this was a this was a week of I think better matchups. Right. Um, in general, there were a few upsets. I'll go over a few of those. Um, Texas beat Alabama, um, which at the season we maybe like was that not an upset. Was yeah. that not was that not an upset? Uh, Miami beat A and M, which I also think at the end of the season we're not going to yep. think that that was an upset. Yep. I think Jimbo may be in trouble. I think he is a horrible coach and i have always thought that yeah. even when he was at florida state he got saved by eat the w Jameis winston like crab leg thief i am like <laughs> let me tell you i am jimbo fisher is not a good coach thank you computer for agreeing with me i i just he consistently <clears throat> makes plays that just don't make sense to me i will not get too deep into this but the fact that their offensive coordinator uh bobby petrino yeah was a louisville yeah. Went to, what, to Atlanta, went to Arkansas, one of the two, mm -hmm. got in trouble. And Louisville's like, yeah, we'll take you back. Yep. Um, and and he's he's finding his rehab stint there with yeah. Jimbo instead of Nick Saban. That's a scary thing. It is. And it's unfortunate. Also, Jimbo Fisher has a massive head. Have you seen? <laughs> like, have you, like, he has his hat on, and, like, the back is, like, the Velcro is, like, barely hanging barely on. Barely touching the end. It's wild. Yeah. I, did, I was like, this guy. Yeah. I think the fan base at A&M is not going to allow another really bad start. If they are like my wife at all, that is correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, she's passionate, and she's not listening to this, so it doesn't matter. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage her to. But yeah, please, I encourage her to, to listen to every episode. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, Should we bring her in for a fan intervention? Yeah, honestly, um, I will say I'll, I'll have more to talk about their fandom uh, after the Auburn Alabama or after the Auburn A&M game yeah. because I am going to that game. At Kyle Field. Dressed in Auburn gear. Dressed in Auburn gear. Yeah. Um, so we will... This is going to be... Have you taken out a life insurance policy yet? I We have one of those. Okay, good. Um, That's maybe a, why she's taking you say, in Auburn gear. It was Lauren's idea for the life insurance <laughs> policy. So like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, an interesting... Um, we'll see how that goes. Well, what, what jersey are you wearing? Um, is it a jersey? It's a number 12. Okay. Um, iron, no, we won't go into why I have that jersey, but... Uh, I. Have, You'll say it's the real 12th man? It was a... It was <laughs> <laughs> no, it was given to me. Make that comment. Um, a, a, make that comment. The real 12th. Yeah. Man. 
if we are winning yep. and I know we're going to win, I'm yeah. like, real 12, man. Bring it. Stand, see how long that goes. Bring it. I, to be fair, I have asked Lauren on multiple occasions, are you sure <laughs> you want me to wear Auburn gear to this game? Because, like, I'll dress just regular, like, not, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, maybe just an Auburn hat or something. Like, nothing crazy. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm like, okay. How? I was like, can I cheer for Auburn? You guys went to a country music concert. Your your family's together. What what yes. was that? What concert was that? Do you remember? Who's um, you guys? The, who's the guy that sings "Paint Me a Birmingham"? Oh, we went to uh, Clay Walker. Clay Walker. Why don't you wear your Clay Walker getup? Dude, cowboy boots and that'd be sick. Uh, the cowboy boots. Like else? we hit up the Goodwill to make sure you fit in in the Clay Walker I crowd. Did. I think it's the same crowd as the Texas A and M crowd. Probably honestly. <laughs> well, good thing you're not in the student section, correct? We're no. So you should not. be. You should be safe. We at should least. be all right. Uh, walking out. <laughs> I don't know. That's a different. I don't story. think there's a safe place. There isn't. That, not, that seems like a name. wild environment, which is going to be cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to talking about it for yeah. sure. I think it's going to be, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I believe it's going to be a great time. Uh, we'll be with, we'll be sitting with a guy who used to play for Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he Johnny? Was, no, no, <laughs> but he played with Johnny. Um, he, and uh, he was Lauren there. was at school when Johnny Manziel was there. Correct. She was. Her freshman year was Johnny Menzel's first year. So she's waiting for the other net Netflix documentary, and she's going to be in it. We were also there talking. Well, she actually in that Netflix documentary, she like she actually knew like was like friends with one of the, with like Johnny Menzel's best friend. That's wild. He doesn't talk to him anymore. It's crazy. She was like, we went to camp together, and I'm like, what? The the like, other main character what? in the documentary, whatever his like best friend, like Nate name. or Nick or yeah. something like that. Yes, Lauren's like, yeah, we used to go to camp together. I'm like, that he was is like his college agent, pretty wild. much. Yes. I'm like, mm, try to get that money. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, what? Um, yeah. Uh, also, Colorado beat Nebraska. I'm I'm so tired of this hype. I'm so tired of this Colorado hype. It's prime time. It it's, bothers me so much. It's gonna be there all year it long. All, you know what this reminds me of? Freaking Lavar Ball. This is exactly what this reminds me of. And don't get me wrong, he got his kids in the NBA, except for. Lagello or whatever, whatever his name was, Leangelo. What was that guy's name? Lemangelo. Yeah, we'll go with Lemangelo. Yeah, like whatever. Like listen, uh, he may have ruined. He may have ruined with the shoes. May have ruined. Yeah, ruined um, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I just, I, I'm so sick. And he's like, it's Coach Prime. Like, shut up, Dion. Like, I'm sick so of it. But I was so against this part of this happening to football that now I'm like, all right. I want it all because I want you all to see the shame that you've created. This is ridiculous, right? right? But you know what? If they can do it, why not? And I hope Indiana's paying attention and they're like, all right, let's use the transfer for portal and a little bit of money from our um, alumni like, and let's create a team. It's, like, it's go, not win just again, the, win. Yeah, but the issue is it's also Dion. Yeah, it's right, not just I the get portal. it. So you grab. I don't want to lose our coach. So that's the thing. I don't want Dion. Grab Tony Dungy. Yeah, you're not getting the shenanigans that out of Tony Dungy. You're not getting those shenanigans, <laughs> but who I would, who's I would not love to transfer portal. By the way, Tony you Dungy. mentioned Coco Golf. We talked about tennis. This is, and I wanted to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Tony Dungy, um, Sports Center said, "Oh, Coco's taken in a moment." Yeah, she was kneeling um, after her win, and Tony Dungy's like, "Hate to break it to you, Sports Center, she's praying." Right. And and they they yeah. I'm I'm sure they didn't want to call it what it was. But she's a Christian young lady, and, and I love Tony Dungy. She's been like, yep, oh, yeah. that's a prayer if you haven't seen it before. Yep. And try it. I love Tony Dungy. He's you been through some things. Yeah, if, if Indiana could get Tony Dungy, sure. But, um, right. but were it that this prime sort of mentality, I don't think it's, it's such a unique thing in Colorado with prime. Yeah. That no one's going to – I mean, you're going to have, like, great value brand prime at 
you know, right. um, somewhere else and Irrelious. think it's yeah, think it's going to work. No, so I mean, it it works with Prime. Yeah, um, and it'll work until he leaves. No, I think they I think they salvaged the they foot. They saved the foot. I okay. think so. Is he like diabetes? Like, what's going on? Like, I, but I don't think you you'd have to change your nickname. You can't be any prime anything after you lose a foot. I, yeah, like, I think to be, like carried down some stairs. Yeah. I want. I think just, it, you're regular Amazon. He had poor circulation, <laughs> and I think some of it was from the cleats. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm 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 over it. Let's. I mean, we can talk about the fact that Travis Hunter, who is the number one recruited player in in, in high school, he's on that team. Yeah. What's what, San, what's his son's name? Shador. 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 Uh, yeah, something like that. Some, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, he was the number two recruited. Oh, they've got players, right? I mean, and that's that's just recruits. That's not even necessarily transfer portal guys. But like, we shouldn't be surprised that they're winning games. But also, they played TCU, who like. Let's not pretend like they're known for their defense. They just right. played Nebraska, who's not known for anything other than corn. Like, <laughs> let's just let's relax. Like, why are we so hyped on Colorado? Because maybe because of they they were so bad prior, and now they have the hype. I guess. Well, I mean, but yeah, you need to start playing tougher teams if you want yeah, to traditionally. Colorado mattered. Right. They have. And so Nebraska has mattered in the past. So if Nebraska made a big comeback, there's a generation of people that would be really excited about it. Right. That's like if Notre Dame suddenly had 20 years of being terrible, terrible. Right. And then came back, people were like, yeah, no, like we're, Texas. We're kind of on that Texas right now. is back. Are they, though? Win something first. Well, but people good. get excited about yeah. the reprise of a, of a name. And Colorado prime it just it's hitting our culture right now at a level that's exposing that it's yeah. sickening but it works and, yeah. and if you want to stop it do something about it their schedule they're they may be unstoppable uh, well, we, yeah, they're gonna go undefeated <laughs> i think someone's gonna catch them because they're they're arrogant yeah as that's what i mean i hope that happens so bad there's I a photo pre-game i think shador is pre-game and they're in their they're not on their football gear yet but he's got like a huge watch and the nebraska yeah. guy's saying something to him and he's like Check out my watch. That's worth more than you're ever going to make in your lifetime. Yep. You know that prime mentality for those young guys. They haven't proven it yet. Prime had that mentality when he's like, "I'm the greatest in football. I'm the greatest in baseball." Right. And well, 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 well. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the time, he was one of the greatest of yes, both sports, yeah. right? So, like, now that he's done this again in coaching, he's proven himself. These kids haven't proven anything yet. Right. So it's going to be interesting when they come up against a team. You know, I don't know. I haven't looked at their schedule. I That's also, how much I care. I also want to say that he has not proven himself in coaching. First off, he coached an HBCU, relaxed, like 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 they're getting recruits. And then um, – and he's won two games at Colorado. Like, just chill, bro. They do have Oregon and USC, so they should take a pretty good whooping okay, on both of those. Right. Now, if they, if they beat Oregon and USC, we'll talk about it. Like I think that I can say I, I say if they beat either one, I'm put some put some respect on the name because Oregon's good. Bo Nix is good. Yeah, but Oregon's beaten Portland Auburn, State like by eighty points. We said, yeah, nah, we don't want you. He was terrible at Auburn, by the way. I mean, USC Colorado's the arrogance bowl. I don't know if I'm here for it. And you can tell it's, it's prime time too on the man. schedule. It's, it's gonna uh, be gross. time TBD. That'll definitely be a prime time game. Yeah, no, no pun intended, but mm. whatever. There prime it time, is. Baby. All right, enough of college football and stupid Colorado. Um... <laughs> The NFL happened. Um, week one, great. There were some. There were some great games. It was a great game. Monday Night Football was a great game. Um, 
Can we take a moment of silence for Aaron Rodgers, by oh, the way? I you going to say September 11th. That's crazy that you went Aaron Rodgers <laughs> for the silence, Corey. That's wild. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, All right. Well, the, the the New York versus New York, it was, a, it was a really cool atmosphere. Right. But... Honestly, I thought September 11th and that experience and yeah. all that at the game was going to be kind of what people talked about. And then Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and we care more about Aaron Rodgers. It, it was the first drive? Not say we, yeah. but the world does. Yes, yeah, four drive. plays four in. Plays, yeah, yeah. Man, and it looks like an Achilles. Yeah, yeah that's I, I, I think that, I mean, if it's Achilles, he's done for the season. So he, he knew he was hurt. He went to stand career, up. Really. Yeah. He looked at the sideline, and he was like, nope, and sat back down. Yeah. Like, Come get me. He did that lineman flop. I saw that. I was like, oh. And that's and I actually thought like oh he's playing games. I was watching the Manning cast. Yeah, yeah. And same. they were like, holy cow! Like they they're like, come on, he's gonna rub some dirt off and come back. Like no one because he's he's invincible for the most part. He's right. one of the quarterbacks who's played more than anybody else and not get gotten injured. And yeah. they had all this hype and all the pregame about him coming back. And it's Can the we, Zach Wilson show, baby. There was a whole they did the hard knocks because of him. Now it was all for nothing, really. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about? How the Manning cast is just better than any other, like any other. I love it. Sports watching that I have ever. Not had. for my wife necessarily, because she said, "Hold on, are they going to talk the whole time?" Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes," but so the other guys. Sure. But they're talking, and it, and they had John McEnroe on, which is yeah. awesome with the uh, the New York, you know, sort of vibe. And they had um, Fitzpatrick on yes, there. Yes, Fitzmagic baby. Man, he was brutal. He didn't play games, man. Brutal for yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah, he was. And they were like, hey, they're in the red zone. Do you think the Jets are going to score a touchdown through the run or the pass? And he said, can I say that Micah Hyde's going to take a pick six back? Yep. <laughs> I was it. like, dude, you're Love rough. It. Yeah, Zach Wilson, but, he's bad. But Peyton and Eli were at the same time were laughing at his decisions. He said, what was the quote about? It was dropping oh, back. Fitz, yeah, Fitzpatrick said, "I've never seen a guy like scramble and make a forty-yard pass to only get to only gain five yards more than Zach Wilson." <laughs> and that's because it's what he does. Like he gets because if you if you watch the game last night, it happened like three or four times where he was getting pressured and he just ran backwards. Yeah. It wasn't like lateral; it was yeah. just backwards. Yeah, and he'd even like double back a few times. Like, dude, listen, you're sixty yards behind the line of scrimmage. Right you now. are not you a BYU. Chill. You need to yeah. chill, brother. Yeah. Like, throw the ball, and away then he's got to throw his arm out to get it back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you know. It's like, Listen, you are that's not a good move. He threw a dime though to Wilson for that touchdown pass. That was not a dime. <laughs> that was not a dime. That was that was all Garrett Wilson. Unbelievable oh, catch. Oh, the bobble catch right there. That yeah. catch was yeah. nuts. It was so good. It yeah, that was such a bad pass. When he let that go, I was like, Oh, there is gonna be a pick six. I was like I was trying not to wake up my family because I have oh, yeah. I've got um Garrett Wilson in my on my team. Yeah my fantasy team. We can talk about fantasy. Yes. I think we need to at some point acknowledge we're three undefeated men in this room we are after week one and maybe the only time games. we get to say it. well in the two of you um <laughs> had much closer games than the than, impact than myself, of fantasy but. football i literally watched that whole game just because i had dalvin cook and um tyler bass tyler bass yeah and it came down to the bank shot kick bank the shot the field goal the win it. for you that was wild that was so <laughs> that's in our group chat i was like bank shot bass baby yeah <laughs> that was that, that was pretty intense so good i'm honestly it was a it was a great game to watch just in general because well one well because of it the, wasn't good football it was no. entertaining no of but course it wasn't good football we're talking about the jets with zach wilson but yeah. like, no overtime punt return too i mean what a crazy dude, way to end yeah i mean but of course that's how that game was going to end right. right i mean like everything else that had possibly happened josh allen throwing three picks um, to the same person like they and they were bad throws they, they were. were it was not like a, it were they were bad it was decisions. it was interesting to listen to Peyton and Eli they're like is that just a poor route when he sees a receiver running a poor route does he just need to not throw it 
right? Uh, because they're not putting him in a position to win. But he, man, he forced some things. And, I, and a couple of those, one of those was like a 60-yard, 50-yard pass. It was basically a punt. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, if my guy gets it, great. If not, but. That was to Diggs. I really could have used that. Yeah. That you, one well, could you? I mean. I didn't, I didn't need it. But yeah. Like, you know, it would have been nice. Well, the, the amount of hits that that guy takes. He does not know how to slide. No. He doesn't ever slide. And, and ever, he's always jumping and getting yes. just crushed. Yeah, there were many times where like they were like, slide, slide. Well, and James and I on the group chat for our fantasy football league, we're kind of in the same spot. I'm a, I had Wilson against the Bills' defense. Yeah. And I'm up a little bit at the beginning of the night thinking, all right, this is easy. All I have to do, the Jets need to score. The Bills don't do what the Cowboys did. Right. And I'm fine. And Garrett Wilson's going to be fine. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw in the ball. Then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and I'm thinking – can Zach Wilson throw the ball? Like, what are we doing here? The running game was really working for the Jets. I'm like, this Resolve game, me. this game play situation is not going to yield a win for me. Yeah. And then they did score enough. Garrett Wilson caught a ridiculous bobbly catch. Yep. They have a terrible throw. And mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I can sleep easy tonight. And then you had to get the bank in field goal to win. Yeah. We were we were hoping that what Dalvin Cook was going to get one catch. You were one point away. Yeah. yeah. Dalvin Cook lost a few yards and it was well, yeah. almost two points. I saw my points going the wrong way. I was like, <laughs> and no. so I texted. I said, hey, I think you're going to have to get a kick. Yeah. And then the Jets kicked the field goal. And we're like, all right, overtime saves you, and it did. Yeah. Lucky dog, dude. It did. Um, <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. I. It is like the. It makes fantasy football makes football more stressful like on a regular basis yeah. like i we talked a little bit about this yesterday Corey. was that like i, I you know I, I mean it makes you care for other teams that you wouldn't otherwise care for but like i i mean like if i'm looking at my team like i'm, I'm not like i don't care about the browns at all no. like, there's no part of me that cares about the browns but i cared about the fact that it was stinking raining and deshaun watson is trying to throw to amari cooper and i'm like guys just give me some short, like give him, give him some slants. Let's get some, let's get something in there, and like, like why I was like, guys, we this game plan needs to get figured out. You guys suck. Like, I need to get points. I, I feel a lot better about my team when there's a couple of early catches. Touchdowns are obviously great, right? Like when I get a couple of touchdowns, I'm like, oh, I've got a chance this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if I'm relying on, you know. The scenario, I like to have a Monday night football game. I like to have a piece of the action. Yeah. Right? So everything's set up for me for success, but then people get hurt. Rainy games stress me out. Yeah, they do. And I'm there watching a game and on my phone mm-hmm. on an unnamed source watching a game cast. I'm like, oh, that was a run. Ooh, let me yeah. see. And, you know, it's, I love it. I love it. Probably more than I should, but right. it is fun. I mean, last night was as fun as there was a few years back. Aaron Rodgers threw a pass to, that Randall Cobb, and it was like a 50-yard touchdown pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, Charlie Waters is in our league back in um, yeah, back, yeah, back yeah. in Indiana. He needed both of that to happen for him to win that game. Right. The the pass from Rodgers, he had Rodgers and Cobb. It was a ridiculous right. kind of combo there. What a scenario. And I'm like, holy cow, he just won that game because yeah. it was wild. Yes. That was so. a – there were a few – we had a few games in our league that like kind of came down to this Monday night game or like a late Sunday game. Um we had one guy in our league that c- should have, because he should have had Allen in his starting lineup, but he started Geno Smith so over. Intentionally started Geno Smith over Josh Allen. Um, also, uh, that's his third third pick, by the way. Partly because <laughs> you haven't earned it yet. Like we and we've mentioned this before, is that the NFL app for fantasy football is <laughs> atrocious at projected rankings, at ADP. At, I mean, like it is, it is awful. Yep. And it had Geno Smith scoring more points than Josh Allen, and Josh Allen threw three atrocious interceptions and still had more points than Geno Smith. Not not many, 
but he still had more with three interceptions. I mean, that is a... And how does that happen? I have Lamar Jackson, and he scored eight points. Yeah. And Josh Allen threw how many interceptions? Unless had you had, three, had unless you had <laughs> two or Mac Jones. Max Max Stiggin Jones. Jones. The, the quarterbacks, I mean... Um, Holmes did great. He had twenty something points. If yep. I'm getting twenty something from my quarterback, I'm thrilled. It's I got one, I got yeah, less yeah. than five from Burrow. Yeah, he was trash. Dude. He was trash, which right? Really hurt and I had Anthony Richardson on my bench with twenty something. Yep. Who's going to start him? Yeah, I'm I'm starting yeah, the players that I draft first week. Absolutely. Right. But quarterbacks suffered week one. Yep. I think some of that is not a lot of preseason play. Mm-hmm. Defenses are really prepared. There's some good defenses out. The Browns yeah, look are. good. Uh, we talk we talk about defense. We got to mention Dallas. That was insane. The, the, yeah. Just for an NFL team to not score is crazy. Now, not that we think that the Giants are some sort of crazy offensive powerhouse, but like to not score with Darren Waller, Saquon Barkley is wild to me. Well, and the Jets were like, hey, we're going to be as good as the Bears' defense in the past or the Buccaneers' defense in the right. past. The Cowboys looked insanely good. Didn't they the, put up like the, 38 the, points for a defense? It wasn't it like uh, mid 30s or something? For fantasy, yeah. For fantasy, yeah. 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 He had, so we, Carson, it was like 35 or 38 was, or something. Yeah, like was, I think it was 35. That's, I mean, it was a ludicrous amount. I mean, they, they started the game with a blocked field goal for, um, for a touchdown. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then. A Th- pick six. 35 points on our... Yeah, and then a, a, and then a pick six, um, which is which is crazy. I mean, they had seven sacks. Um, what, two forced fumbles? I yeah, mean, two defensive touchdowns, seven sacks. Two seven interceptions, sacks. three forced fumbles, three and, forced a, fumbles. and a fumble recovery. I mean, they, like, it was at one point, so like their first two touchdowns were like defensive, and I have Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard... And Dak Prescott, though they won that game forty to zero, yeah, only had like seven and a half points, yeah, um, because he didn't need to. The game scripts were killing, right. killing now, our team. Obviously, Tony Pollard played well, and he yeah. could have had more, but like, why play him in the fourth? And well, was it wasn't like, just fluke stuff. The um, <coughs> the Cowboys looked like they were playing against a high school team. Like they looked like they're a college team. Like no, they dominated. They did every. They every had basket. no chance. The Giants had no chance. Right. They only put up a hundred and hundred and seventy-one total offensive yards. I know. They didn't need to do anything. Unbelievable. I mean, like like was, the rush was there, and then their secondary is insane too. Dallas is an issue because they always had good. They always had good field position because yeah. seven sacks. I mean, it was a. It, it was it was just complete and utter dominance, and. Like at one point, like I have a, a good friend of mine named Cliff, who's a huge, a huge Cowboys fan. He's just north of Dallas, and I texted him after they scored that second defensive touchdown. I was like, "Hey, listen, I got, I need to tell you, you just chill out. I got Dak and Pollard, and they haven't seen the, they have not played football yet." Yeah. Um, and so I mean, it, I mean, good for Dallas. Yet again, this is one of those things where like I've never cheered for Dallas before, and here no. I am going like, "Where's, where's Dak Prescott at? Like I'm trying yeah. to see him throw the football." And, um, you know, like, I don't think, obviously, that's not going to be an, a regular thing. Yeah. But their defense looks re- Look legit, really good. Legit. On the road. Also, speaking of defense, Chris Jones signed a one-year deal with Kansas City. Yep. Um, the Kansas City defense looked legit without Chris Jones. Um, How are you going to feel, Mike Evans? They didn't sign a contract with him. How are you going to feel when he gets traded midseason to the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, Mike that's going to be, honestly, great. Because guess who, guess who they're not? Trusting Kadarius stinking Tony. Yeah. Let me. I think Mike Evans guy. could get moved. Now, Tampa Bay could. Someone's winning that division. It could be Tampa Bay. <laughs> it could be Tampa Bay. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a, it's a, division, yeah. That's the most obvious statement ever, but somebody's got to win that division, right? <laughs> right. And so it's going to be very interesting. It's not going to be Carolina. Right. 
right? So you got New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta all in there. Atlanta's got good D. They've got good yeah. players. I don't know if Desmond Ritter's the guy or not. Right. But I don't know. Mike Evans is a key part of that team getting to the playoffs. Well, back back to fantasy real quick. When yeah, you yeah. guys draft, uh, do you guys ever avoid like your rival team? So I was always a Washington fan. For ye- I would never draft a Cowboys anything. Right. Ah. Do you guys? No. 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 Well, fantasy, as a, fantasy's fantasy. As a Kansas City fan, like our rival are the Bills, and it's like they're yeah. a phenomenal offense. Yeah. Um, I've never taken Tom Brady, though, and I, I was a Patriots hater. I've taken Tom Brady one time. Um, and that was the year that he got hurt. So like, yeah. like, all right. So there's that. And yeah. then nope. I try not to make homer picks. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson yeah. for me, it's a keeper league this year for us. So we had some picks that I'm like, okay, I may pick somebody that'll stay around. Jordan Love looked great, by the way. He did. He's a keeper option. Yep. Um, is Tom Brady going to be a Jet by the end of the season? I hope so. Golly, <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch. He was him. already up there this this, this weekend. That's for a the, good for conversation. Who are the Jets arm. picking up? I think they've got a chance to make a Super Bowl run. Yeah, because they have got a great defense, good running backs. They've got the the, the players in place. They need a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see Jerry Jones trying to get rid of Trey Lance. Um, do I think that's going to happen? No, but like, do I think it could? Because the immediate comments were like Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan. I'm like, stop. Somebody threw Jameis's name in there. I heard too. Gross. I'm but you have you have to do something. You cannot you, yeah, do you, Zach Wilson. You have to do something. You, there's the no team way. Is too good yes. to have Zach Wilson at the helm. Yeah. Well, what what was Mike White? What happened to him? Uh, Mike White. Well, whoever the what Tyrod Taylor third he's, string oh, was. He's a backup to the Buffalo, right? Yeah. I mean, he'd be legit. Well, Kyler Murray's going to have to. Get, he's probably going to get moved. Sure. I don't think it's too late. I don't know. It's just interesting because I looked at that team last night and they won. Jets beat the Bills last night. They beat that's the Bills. wild. They beat the Bills after on, on defense and special. Yeah, teams. but after um, Aaron Rodgers went down with could be a career-ending yeah. injury, probably a season-ending right. injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had all the hype machine, the Jets. I felt terrible for them because they're like, "Hey, we're snake bitten. This is who we are." Right. And it's hard to. It's kind of hard to watch. Part of me wants to cheer for the Jets a little bit. Yeah. Zach Wilson's a tough one to cheer for because. He was all hyped too. I'm like, hey, but we'll yeah. pat him on the head and be like, this was not about you. You never know, though. Uh, Rogers could go on one of his little wilderness retreats and come back just fine here in a couple of weeks. That's yeah, fair. who knows what kind of herbal medication he's going <laughs> to take. That's fair. Um, all right, I'm going to go over the scores that happen in the NFL. I think that that's something that we could probably sure. do pretty weekly. Um, obviously, the Monday night football game in overtime, the Jets beat the Bills 22 to 16. Um, the Commanders beat the Cardinals 16 or 20 to 16, um, 10 unanswered in the fourth. Um, the Falcons beat the Panthers, a game of two terrible teams. I don't know why anyone would watch that game. Uh, the Browns beat the Bengals 24-3 because Joe Burrow threw for 82 yards. That's ridiculous. Um, the Ravens beat the Texans 25-9. Um, the Jags beat the Colts 31-21 with 14 unanswered. In I will say, the fourth. fourth quarter, I'm sitting there as a Colts fan. Titans are losing. Texans are going to lose. And we're beating the Jags. I'm like, we might be in first place. Yep. I'm 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 here for it. Yep. And then, you know. Um, it is what it is. The 49ers beat the Steelers 30 to 7. No surprise there. The Bucks beat the Vikings 20 to 17. That is a surprise. Yep. Um Saints beat the Titans 16 to 15. What kind of score um, is that? I was just looking at that at the same time. 15 to 16. That's yeah, an score. that was a um they scored got some safeties in four, there. Five field goals, it looks like. Um. Yeah, because they didn't score a touchdown. So, uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five field goals. Oh wow! And um, 
It was gross. Uh, the <laughs> Packers beat the Bears 38-20. to um, And the Raiders beat the Broncos 17-16. A lot more close one-point yep. games than I would ever think there would be. The Rams uh, apparently want to play football this year. That was something 30-13. I was going to ask. Yeah, 30-13 for the Rams. When the Rams and the Cardinals are playing their first game, and they're, they're telling their team, hey, if you win, keep winning. If you lose, we're done. Exactly. And the Rams are like, dang it, we won. You lose one game, and it's we're and done. we're just tanking at this point, right? Because I'm assuming there are a few teams out there that are not trying to win, and the Cardinals are giving me every indication they're not trying trying to win. Right. The Texans look like they're trying to win in the future. They drafted yeah. well, but I don't think they're expected to win now. I thought the Rams were probably not going to when Cup went on IR. I thought, all right, they're protecting him from himself. <laughs> I think he's really hurt, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's a third pick. Second round, mm-hmm. or second, our second pick picked him in the third round and on board. Yep, um, that's just tough. And that was your matchup. You didn't have to face Cup. I didn't have to face Cup, um, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I don't think it would have mattered. Do you think um, Matthew Stafford could be on the move? No, I think he likes L.A. I think he's he's that's where he's going to end. That's where he's just going to end his career. Um, there was a little conversation about his wife, like these young players, it's hard to kind of know what they're thinking. And I mean, I think he's got a few years where he could be really good still. And, um, if the Rams aren't trying to win, it looks like they are, Mm -hmm. then that's fine. But if they're not, it'd be interesting to see if he moved because that's what he did with the Lions. Yeah. Um, to finish out the rest of the, the points or the games, the Dolphins beat the Chargers 36 to 34. The Eagles beat the Patriots 25, 20. Um, the Cowboys just absolutely obliterated the Giants, four to zero, and then the Lions um, upset the Chiefs twenty-one to twenty. I know that like it's the NFL, so we like don't call upsets, but like it's that's an upset. It's an upset, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a that was also a fun game to watch. Uh, there was a lot of tension. It was fun in the fact that like the Lions played really well, and the Chiefs played poor. Yeah. Um, you could, you know, you can't ever, I mean, you can't um, dismiss the importance of Travis Kelsey in that offense. Right. You also can't dismiss how stinking bad Kadarius Tony missing those three catches were. Yeah. Um, there, there was just the wrong time for those catches. Yes. I mean, it's like the right time for the, the Cowboys defense. Right. Like everything happened the right way for them and everything happened the wrong way for the Chiefs. With the, with the Bucks winning, were you surprised by that? I was kind of surprised, yeah. You're a Bucks I, fan, and, and the Vikings are a legit team. Yeah. Like, they were good last year. Not like – we don't always expect them to win, and I think they won more games than they should have early. Right. But that's a quality win. Well, they're uh, – I struggle with the Vikings because Kirk Cousins doesn't do it for right. me. I don't – just coming from Washington, I don't – So are you – I got no faith in him. Are you Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins if you had your choice in – Probably Baker. Baker, I mean. right? He plays with yeah. a little more chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I mean, he is a little more sketchy when it comes to it. Like, I could trust Cousins to make the right play, but I think well, Baker's going to do what it know. takes to win. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, overall, solid week one. Um, looking at fantasy, um, at, you know, there were some there were some definite surprises in how some of the running back uh, play ended up happening, especially with the Rams. That rookie Kyron Williams mm-hmm. um, played T- more snaps than Cam Akers. Yes, I, I, Cam Akers is undraftable for me in fantasy football. Yes, he has proven to be unplayable. Absolutely, he, he is. He was unbelievably the, he terrible. He picked up in the eighth round in our league um, by a guy who didn't score a hundred points. So uh, good for 
that. Do you p- picking Williams up on the waiver wire? We gonna talk about waivers? We could talk about waivers some. That's I I think, we. You I would ask. We do you want to talk about waivers? I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to any of you about my waivers because <laughs> we're I'm, in the same league. Who you, who you thinking, talk, bud? I'm here to talk about waivers, and I'm here to talk about just in general waivers. Right. Like for some of us, it's going to make sense. Some of us are going to go after. Um, I mean, if you don't know how waivers work and you're listening to the podcast, let me explain to you how waivers work. Basically, um, everybody has a team that they have already drafted. Um, or a number, or, who, or people who they've already picked up, or whatever. You can only have so many people on your team. Um, however, there's also a whole group of people who have who aren't on anybody's team. So, um, for instance, Kyron Williams, the running back for the Rams, um, could be a legitimate waiver pickup this week. How that would work is, let's say whoever has um, the waiver has priority, and priority for our league goes. The worst record has priority one. Worst record with fewest points. So with that's Nick, points, right? right. Or no, no, that's Damon because he got Damon, eighty points. Right. And so then, it, and then it goes, um, and then it'll go like whoever is in ninth place, whoever is yeah, in yeah. eighth place. And so, um, if you're in first place, you have the le- you have the least priority as far as waivers go. So, so I'm second. You're third. I wish that you outscored me so I could correct. at least had a pick before you. Well, Gear will send you that. Touchdown! It's not my fault. Um, I needed it to win, so I'm I'm okay right. with it. So, um, basically, we'll talk about individuals who are, are, who outperformed what was projected significantly enough to where people might actually pick them up for their team. Kyron Williams is one of those people. I think that um, the another Rams player that uh, Puka man, I can't remember his name. Hold on, it's here on the. Well, Gus Edwards is one. I was supposed to say, yeah. when, when Dobbins goes out with an Achilles, yep. then it's like Justice Hill or Gus Edwards need to be relevant because that's a running offense. And the coach said, hey, we're not going anywhere else. We're not picking up a player somewhere else. We're going right. with the guys we have. Yeah. And it's going to be two or three guys anyway. So that's sure. hard. They, they brought Melvin had, Gordon back up. Yeah, I was going to say they had Melvin Gordon on but the But he's not squad. startable. But, yeah. but um, if Gus Edwards is sitting in waivers, and he is in our league, yep. I could see someone picking him up. Uh, yeah, he's uh, one of the ones that I have listed. Uh, Puka Nakua is the yeah. guy for the Rams. Um, he he is. I've seen that everywhere on the internet. That's not like some sort of surprise. We don't have really insider information, right? Um, I, honestly, uh, I don't think he got picked up by anybody in our league. No, Samaje Pirine. He's he's picked up. Oh, he somebody picked him up already. Yeah, he's right here. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he was on the bench. bench. Do a single yeah. thing. That's surprising. I bet he's only rostered in. A few mental leagues, yeah. just because. Um, Good on him. Uh, if AJ Dillon is available in your league, go grab him right now. Aaron Jones is probably not playing this coming week. Um, yeah. Now he's been picked up in our league, but um, he was drafted, which is kind of not, not yeah. A you're you're up, looking for handcuffs, uh, and for sure. a handcuff is anyone who's sitting behind a star. Yep. So like everyone's trying to figure out the Colts that the whole rookie out of uh, Northwestern I think he may be injured so Deion Jackson's one of those that could get a lot of play right. um, so you look at the week one two game script Tyler Algier got picked up in our league yep uh, shame on anybody who hadn't picked him up I thought he could have been the one in that and Bijan's gonna be gonna be the one I didn't know right. initially. But they, I mean, so you kind of look at players and you say, well, what happens if McCaffrey gets hurt? All right. That's a guy, Jeff Wilson's a guy that you could have sitting at the bottom of your bench and think, I'm going to get a lot of runtime with him yeah. if something happens. So who's the kid out of Tennessee that sits behind um, Trav- or Derrick Henry? Uh, hold on. I can tell you real quick. Because he's on your waiver wire. He's on my, is he really? No, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out like who your waivers are. That's the whole <laughs> yeah. point of us talking about this. Um, no, he's not on my waiver wire. I don't li- listen. I um, 
I won pretty handily, so I didn't have that. Um, I didn't have that issue. The Tajay Spears. Yeah, he uh, he got a lot of he got yeah, a lot of playtime. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Derrick Henry is not going to be their pass catching back. And well, it's and he's not going to be their back moving forward. They tried to move right. him, so that that's something to think about too. And not this early, but in a keeper league, right? If you can pick up somebody like that that you know is going to be a starter in the year, next year. Now, running backs, I don't put a lot of stock in them because two years right. from now, yeah. we're talking about a whole do- different group of guys. Um, but there are some quarterbacks. Um, Tua Tungavaloa is startable. He is unbelievable. If he stays healthy, he's going to be great. Yep. Um, you know. He's he's one that I'm targeting. I got Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah. And he's not going to make it to me, most likely. But in a keeper league, I don't know how many guys at week two are going to drop someone that they were planning on keeping. Right. I mean, I have him in my waivers, but he's not my number one waiver priority. Yeah. So, like, and how, yet again, how waivers work is let's say that, so Corey's behind me, and let's say that you can put in as many waiver wire waivers as you want for different players. And so, um, but they also have priority. So, my waiver one priority is not Tua. He's my second. So let's just say that um, I get my first one. I don't also get my second one. Yeah. It would then that it down. resets, right? It would yeah. reset, correct. Mm-hmm. And um, with me, a, a strategy that I like to use. This is for the people. This may put me in a difficult position with the two guys I'm sitting with. I like to have a guy that I draft that I don't really plan on keeping. Right. So I don't feel bad about dropping when I'm picking up somebody in the waivers. I yeah. like to play the waiver wire game. Right now in a keeper league, I don't have anybody that Pickens, Flowers, Khalil Herbert, I don't want to drop any of those guys. Right. Because they're good. Mm-hmm. So I plan on streaming a kicker. Sure. So when waivers come, and that's today we make our waiver choices, tomorrow we get them. Correct. We're not even, I'm not even sure if Anthony Richardson is hurt, hurt, if Pat yeah. Fryermuth is hurt, hurt. Yep. And so I may have to pick up a tight end. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dropping my kicker. And getting my waiver first, knowing that I'm going to pick up a kicker, and I may drop that waiver again because I need to play a kicker. Yeah. But I have to wait till the injury report comes out. Yep. So if I get a guy an injury report, I'm going to drop him in my reserve, and then I've got my guy. Yeah. But if I don't pick up the waiver, I'm not going to get that guy if I need him. Yep. And so if it's if it's good, say Tua falls to me, mm-hmm. and I don't want to drop Richardson yet, and I'm waiting on Burrow, I may not play a kicker this week. That sounds crazy. That sounds awful. That sounds awful, right? But you're going to trust your team enough to not play a kicker? In a a format for us where it's a 10-team league, and we've got how many playoff teams? We have six this year. Six teams. I can afford a couple losses. Now, I don't want to take a loss over a kicker, but if Burrow ends up not – if he does Burrow things, if he's four points right. a game, I can't. I'm going to have to get rid of him. Yeah. And we can't trade till week five. We cannot trade till so week five. So I've got four weeks to figure it out. Yep. Which I'm here for. So if it's four weeks without a kicker, it would be a strategy I haven't seen used before. <laughs> but I don't want to drop any of these other guys that I know I'm keeping. Right. Um, I'm trying to see who you play this week. I play um, DR. The okay. Sheboygan North Golden Sheboygan. Raiders. We did high school names in ours. I'm the Morgan Raiders. It's the Raiders versus the Raiders. I'm the Morgan Raiders because I chose that. That was my dad's high school. He was very yeah. connected to the Morgan Raiders. In fact, his junior year, they consolidated in North Harrison where I ended up going to high school. Right. And it hurt him. Still, he's hurt today. He's hurt. Yes. Oh, man. But because he was quite a player. In fact, we had lunch with some missionaries. Um, we did. Um, Glenn and Kathy Hinton, some really important people in my life, and they said, your dad had a sweet jump shot. <laughs> and that really made me feel good in my soul. Knowing that um, that there was a, a period of time where my dad was remembered for being an athlete, because you know when I'm a kid, 
you kind of get glimpses of dad athleticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, he's approaching 70, 70 year old. I mean, I'm not, I don't think about his jump shot, <laughs> but he comes out with a hook shot every once in a while and plays with the grandkids. But yeah, I mean, he was quite a ball player. And they had a great team. Yeah, but yeah. I, in memory of them, I'm the Morgan Raiders. It's the Raiders versus the Raiders. The Sheboygan. The Sheboygan North, North Golden Raiders. Raiders. I enjoy saying that, Sheboygan. Um, all right. So we're going to go ahead and um, talk. We're going to get the draft, what we're going to draft this week. Okay. Um, and uh, we're and it's not necessarily a draft. Yeah, I've got nothing prepared. But, but it kind of is. So we're gonna. It's more of a blind ranking. You guys have probably seen this on the internet somewhere. But what I'm gonna do is I'm going to give um, James and Corey. I'm going to give them uh, one at a time. I'll give them uh, stadium foods, and um, they will then have to blind rank them without knowing what the next one's going to be. So it'll be one to five. And you have to say, so let's just say, for instance, I say hot dog, right? Um, now, they're all going to be way more specific than just hot dog. Let's yeah. just say I say hot dog, and then um, you guys put that at um, three, which would make sense, I guess. But then the next one, you know, could be popcorn or something, which you may, and you're like, oh, shoot, you know, and then you're yeah. like, uh, and so it kind of messes up what you got. We had talked about ranking stadium foods. Right. But when we look, I look at some, there's only like top 30 rankings. For three guys to come up with five apiece, this is a really cool kind of way to do it. And yes. if you if you like it, let us know. If you don't right. like it, then we're like, hey, we won't do this again. Um, In the comment section. In the comment section, yeah. And That's our text message. Light right. us up. Right. And so I'll let you guys... Uh, do I, do Here, I want let me give out your phone number so everybody can text you. The <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Uh, do you guys want to You each might have do, three phone calls. Do you want to each do your own ranking or do you want them to be together? Do each do your own. Each do your own. Yeah. James and... Okay, cool. All right, uh, here we go. Now, like I said, these are going to be like s- real specific. All right, uh, we're going to start with um, from uh, potentially my least favorite team in all of sports, Wrigley Field, the Chicago Cubs. Ooh, they, sh- they probably got some good food. Um, pig hey, candy BLT. Cubs are hot right now. Um, they're all ugly. Pig candy BLT. Pig candy BLT. I'll give you guys a quick rundown. It's um, candy bacon on it. I'm it is. It oh, is a BLT with candied bacon, basically. So it's lettuce, tomato, onions, mayo on a brioche bun with candied bacon. Can we can we uh, add or subtract any of the condiments? Like, can um, I take the mayo off? You have to take it as it is. Ooh, That's gross. What we do here. Has to be done you as and, is. You and Harrison, my son, are no mayo guys. Dude, mayo's disgusting. Um, You know, okay, wait. I'm going to make an embarrassing moment real quick. Is that I thought mayo for the longest time was dairy. It's not dairy. Fun fact. It's so like oil and it's like fat basically. Yeah. It's gross. It's not good. It's not good for you at all. But I, it's delicious in my opinion. So, um, all right. Yes, uh, bacon, lettuce, uh, candied bacon, lettuce, tomato, onions, mayo on a brioche bun. BLTs are pretty good. I'm putting that in my two spot, and I'm gonna regret it. I want it in my one spot, but like, all right. I think there could be something that's more filling. But okay. I love a BLT and candy bacon. Where did you go to? He went two, two. spot. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the three spot. Three spot. I, I do enjoy a good BLT. I'll just ask light on the mayo, please. Light on the mayo. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Corey, Homer pick for you from the Reds. Yes. Great American Ballpark. Cherry Drizzle Chicken Basket. Ooh. That's what they called Corey in high school. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the side? Does it come with fries? Uh, hold on. I'll read this for you real fast. <laughs> Gross. It is... <laughs> Hold it together. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. It is 
chicken tenders and funnel cake fries topped with powdered sugar and the aforementioned cherry drizzle. Number one, Bing baby. Bong. Put it in the top spot. Chicken tenders and funnel cake. You could drizzle it with anything and I'll eat it up. There it is. Uh... <laughs> All right, James, where would you like the cherry drizzle to go? Oh, man. Oh. Let's go. Let's go two spot. The two spot. All right. That does sound pretty daggone good. It, it does. does sound great. I think I need to figure out how to reproduce that <laughs> at the house. Um, it, will, it will not taste the same. I'm going to get some funnel cake. I've got funnel cake on the mind. I'm going to get some funnel cake batter while I'm at the store today. I don't, if yeah. it fits into my Dave Ramsey budget. Can we talk about real quick? So, like, the Cardinals <laughs> are just a no-nonsense, like, Bush Stadium or whatever. And, like, going through and looking at, like, weird Is there just beer? Grades, it's literally bacon-wrapped hot dog. Like, we're not doing that one. Yeah. But, like, we don't we don't play games. We're here for the game. And that's it. All right. Um, my one and two spots are gone. They are. Oh, man. So, you, yep. Good for you, man. <laughs> you um, took a kick right, right off the bat. <laughs> they um, both sound great. Coors Field. The Rockies. Yep. Apple pie nachos. Apple pie you, nachos. I thought you were going Rocky Mountain Oysters and um, like put it in the fast All right. So basically, uh, it is uh, you've taken apart an apple pie um, and you put it on some cinnamon flavored chips with whipped cream, caramel, and it even has some cheese on there, which is the gross part of this. Yeah, I was going to say the cheese is uh, It is an apple pie put on cinnamon Hold flavored up. chips with whipped cream, caramel, and cheese. So apple pie with cheddar cheese is a thing, though. It is. So it that's is what way. they're thinking. I get it. It's, it's gross, but I it's get still it. A thing. So apple pie nachos. Um, let's, let's go four. Four for James. That's kind of it. it kind of has my mind spinning. I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> you know, your tummy spinning too. I'm putting my four spot as four well. Four spot as well. Yeah. All right. Like that I said, sounds I'm, good. I'm not a big dessert guy. I would share that with my family. Um, I wouldn't want fair. the whole thing. But this it's, is, it's American. Um, yeah. Apple pie. All right. Let me. There's so many that it's hard to honestly sort of pick, which is great. Uh, we're going to go How with. How about the, uh, those heavier people up in the uh, New, New York area? Honestly, um, <laughs> that's a real There goes thing. our entire honestly, New, New York audience. Fair, like, did you wrong. just call me heavy? Truth from, city, from City Field, we won't do this one, but it's because you said that. I'm going to say what it is. Okay. Uh, it is the deep fried New York cheesecake. Um, so, like, you're what? You're not wrong, and well, that's not on the list. Oh, so. come on. Wop. Um, that's why Aaron Rodgers missed last night to go get one of those. The, honestly, probably. Um, all right, we're gonna go from SunTrust Park, the Burgerita, and where SunTrust? The Burgerita, uh, Atlanta. ATL. Uh, Atlanta, the Burgerita. It is a concocted kind of sandwich. Mm. Um, it is a twenty-ounce beef patty. Whoa. Topped with cheddar cheese and served between two eight-inch pepperoni pizzas. Ooh. Oh. Hello. Uh, it also says that there's no truth to the rumor that Bartolo Colon eats one before every one of his starts. Not surprised. <laughs> oh, Bartolo. I know where um, I've driven through his hometown in the Dominican. That's awesome. There's a gas station we stopped, and there's like articles of all this stuff. And on this hill, it's like passport plot on the way toward Haiti. Yeah. On this hill... There's a huge stadium and a big old house, and it's that's him. It's him. That's cool. I mean, he's he's created this big ball field for the community. It's unbelievable. That's they great. love some Bartolo Colon. Of course they do. Yeah. Who doesn't? Everybody does. All right. Um, so uh, to reiterate, James, you have your one and five spot. Corey, you have your three and five spot. Well, three spot. 
Three spot pizza for the and burger. burger yeah, and man. this is a pizza and a burger. Yeah. Hold on, what does it say? What kind of pizza it is? Is it pepperoni? Like a, pepperoni. Two no, but like pepperoni pizzas. Deep dish, thin crust. Like it that, doesn't. It does not say. Just that kind two of eight inch pepperoni pizzas. Uh, we might actually have a photo. We do actually. There you go. Take a look. Take a look at this bad boy right here. I eat with my eyes, so ooh, that, that might be the thumbnail. Great. That might be the thumbnail of the. It episode. looks great. I have a one and a five. That's not better than the cherry a drizzle. One and a though. five. Let's put that in the one spot. The ooh. one spot. Yeah, because you know if something's coming, the five, the last one's gonna be. Well, that's a like if you need to divert, you can still kind of pull that apart. And hey, kids, you want a burger? Yeah. I got a pizza. You yeah. know, it's like you guys both have. Your you could tell we're dads. We're like, spots. how can I, I use this to the advantage? Several times, family like, food relax. advantage. Because uh, you know you're gonna eat whatever's left over anyways. Yeah. All right, we're going to go with here. Just a, I feel like you get a, like a bowl full of drizzle at the end. <laughs> bowl full of drizzle. Um, all oh, right, shizzle. we'll we'll do this one um, just because if I can get back to it. Uh, all right, Texas snowballs. Texas snowballs. Um, that's what they call me in high school. Um, you get. Shredded brisket that's dipped in funnel cake batter, deep fried, and then coated in powdered sugar. Mm. You did this on purpose. That I did. sounds that sounds great. I'm not a dessert guy. Um, yep. But uh, but my one and two both were either drizzled in cherry sauce or candy bacon. So yes. um, I will take all this list. In fact, let's at some point. Let's right. recreate this. That would be phenomenal. So I'm putting it in my five spot because that's you all I've both, both of your five spots. The Texas snowballs are in your five spots. There you go. That's yeah. Um, the, just the that. mental image of you being that in high school just kind of took it. You're welcome. Make it unappetizing. You're welcome. And honestly, I love some brisket and funnel cake. I told you that already. Man. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this was fun. I like the bland rank. To go back over it, uh, James, Burgerita, number one. Mm-hmm. Your cherry drizzle tendies, number two. <laughs> uh Candied bacon BLT number three, apple pie nachos at four, Texas snowballs five, J- uh, Corey, cherry drizzle tendies one, Homer pick for you, BL- candied bacon BLT, burger eats at three, apple pie nachos at four, Texas snowballs five. Um, I want to get to um, the Reds game and yeah, actually dude. eat that. That would be phenomenal. I'm about to go find some barbecue right now. It's uh, honestly, what is today? Hey. Is it 12 yet? Can we go get the national anthem? It is. Oh, uh, we missed it. It is. Thank the Lord. It's Mission Barbecue. I cannot stand that about Mission You barbecue. cannot stand the national anthem? It's cannot, the day after September 11th. I can, listen, as I think a, they do it twice. As today. a veteran, I'm allowed to say I hate that. Um, oh, so, hate, hate's a strong word. No, no, no. hate <laughs> having to stop eating my lunch for the national anthem. Stand, stop. Stand up all Every day at noon? Up. Absolutely not. I will say, Todd's game, they do the anthem. I was impressed. Yeah. People around here have respect. They do. Well, it's a a very high military area here. Right. And then we sat down as a family and look around, and all these people are still standing. And I was like, what's going on? They're waiting for the colors to leave the field. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, my goodness. I need to be better. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have known that, or maybe I should have known that. Right. But it was was impressive. Um, And then the um, God Bless America. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was... It was fun. Tides does it right. I, We're going this Saturday. Shout out to the Tides, by the way. Yeah. They're great. Um, Harbor Park, get it together. <laughs> Keep the Tides in Norfolk. Yeah, I hope so, man. Um, renew the lease, whatever you have to do. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I was sitting by a guy. He's a dock worker, mm-hmm. him and his family. 
you know, we're close. And he's like, hey, can you hold this bottle while he's got his son? I was like, man, we just met. I don't know if I'm ready for this date. You know, I'm making these fun <laughs> comments. We had a blast. And the kids were like, hey, he's like, is there fireworks tonight? And I was like, no, it's Saturday night. But you were watching the harbor from center, through center field. And there's welding sparks. And I was like, there's your fireworks. And he's like, he's like, yeah. Like, he really, yeah. I mean, so it was, it's a great experience there. Right. Um, I love, I kind of like that AAA experience sometimes better than big league yeah. experience. But um, Tide's figured out. Yes. I want to cheer for him and I don't want to have to go, I don't have to figure out where they're going to be. No, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, this was a fun episode. Glad we got to talk a little uh, fantasy football. It's always nice talking about food. Yep. Um, but, uh, hey, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, hopefully, you're back with us again next week. Have a good one.